You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Welcome back, guys. We have quite an exciting day here at uni therapy headquarters in my living room i have my friend hannah johnson so hannah is one of my oldest friends we both went to the same high school hannah came to our middle school right mm-hmm. you came, yeah, to middle, came in eighth middle grade. school l- later and in middle school i was a cheerleader so cool and then in high school i was like no i'm not gonna go the cheer route i'm gonna stick with my my soccer roots and i was mm-hmm. a soccer player but hannah continued to do the cheerleading mm-hmm. thing and you know i guess that automatically made us at enemies or something <laughs> i don't know anyway we had separate friend groups right for but, the most part but then i kind of integrated into your group yes and there was a little something that happened earlier in our days that kind of gave us a little bit of a oh that's, that's what, what I, you're gonna yeah. i thought you're gonna talk about me shuffling no, my that's feet what i was gonna tell you oh. i'm not gonna tell the other okay part. yeah don't tell that part um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep some for your imagination yeah. but so she started hanging out with our group of friends more and because i had this idea of her that i had made up this will just go to show how we can just mature as mm. human beings Catherine in high school was probably a little more judgmental mm-hmm. than Catherine as the therapist today <laughs> and human today but you know when you like already have this idea about something in your head you just find all of the evidence to support it mm-hmm. so i had this idea of who you were and I would gather random evidence, including the fact that you shuffled your feet when you walked. <laughs> and I, that's like why I didn't like you or something. It's like, I like this girl. She can't even pick up her feet <laughs> when she walks. Like, she's definitely not cool. <laughs> and you were like, well, Catherine has resting bitch face. Yeah, I'm like, Catherine looks like she's going to murder me every time I look in her direction. So. Oh, my God. And then I think we hung out like one time and yeah. then we're like, oh, we actually like each other. I was like, you're actually really cool and funny. And we. <laughs> I, like, I don't mind friend. that you shuffle your feet. Yeah. 
anyway look at us now that happened (laughs) when we were like 16 Mm -hmm. and look at us now so i asked her to come talk and be on the show for a couple of reasons but then we literally were just sitting here five seconds ago before i pressed record and she's like oh you know i could talk about this and that and i had forgotten like a 10 year span of her life (laughs) (laughs) that is like very cool and that i always like bragged about Mm. you for so we're going to talk about a a lot of things and who knows where this is going to go because when i'm with a friend it seems like we get off topic Mm. a little bit more so this could be a wild ride or it could be very um you know straight and narrow we'll see we're gonna talk a lot about a lot of things specifically around like how to be grateful for the life that you have versus the life that you maybe like planned for or the life that you're told is the right life to live or any of that and so we're gonna talk about that but i want to start with something like along the same lines but also different because hannah went to school college what was your degree in journalism journalism got a degree and she went to school and I'm like telling your story for you. I <laughs> promise I'm going to pass the mic. You're good. Um, and then when she graduated college, instead of doing what most people do, it's like they get a, a job. They either like stay in that town or maybe they will move back home. Get or, married. Yeah. They'll do all these like the normal things, the steps. She didn't do that. And you took what I would say a huge risk. And so I want you to talk about what you did after college. And I will say I knew maybe two people in my vicinity that did something like this. So to me, it was a huge deal. So I want you to talk about what you did and then we'll just go from there. So like after college, you graduated, everybody was whatever. You had a long-term boyfriend. Mm -hmm. What did you do? So yeah, I stayed through the summer and worked that summer in Knoxville and kind of saved up and then... Yeah, I packed up my little hail damaged car. <laughs> oh my gosh, I forgot about the hail that? damage. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. Um, packed it up and didn't have a job. Knew two people in LA, but just knew that for some reason in my, you know, in my heart, I had to do this, and I had to do something different and live in a different part of the country, um, and really challenge myself because I felt that if I didn't do it right at this moment, it would have never happened. So yeah, I I said goodbye to my boyfriend and packed up my stuff and drove across the country 2000 miles by myself. Um, with I well, think, when you said goodbye, you didn't. Well, break yeah, up. we would try to do long distance. So she didn't, you made it sound yeah, like you broke up. Later. She just said like, see you later. <laughs> yeah. She didn't say I'm breaking yes. up with you. So yeah, it was you, very, yeah, it wasn't easy to leave for sure. But mm-hmm. I mean, and we tried to make it work. But you know, when you're you're getting ahead of the okay, story. Sorry. So, so I'm trying to build up, up some drama. Okay, some suspense. <laughs> what happened? So, okay, you you pack up your bags. Yes. You, you have a job. No, I don't have a job. She has no job, guys. I have, I have some leads. So she has some security yeah. here in Knoxville. She has this boyfriend you've been dating since high school. Mm-hmm. You have a degree. You have connections. I had interned. You have, mm-hmm. Yeah, you have... Um, a place that you could move back home and mm-hmm. have no rent. You have people My and friends. friends. Yeah. And you are like, cool, that's great. I'm going to go to a place where I literally know probably one or Mm -hmm. two people and I don't have a job. Mm -hmm. And at that point, I didn't honestly even know what I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to be in the entertainment industry, but I had realized probably wasn't going to be an e-entertainment news reporter like I thought. (laughs) 
that would be so cool that would be cool yeah. but no I, I i really was kind of yeah in this lost uh but excited and young and so to, you end up getting a job yeah so i, I drive to la i think i had 800 dollars saved up at this point and you I like like I worked over the summer. I saved up some okay, money. I was a gymnastics instructor. I probably made like nine dollars an hour. Okay, in college, I made yeah. eight dollars an yeah. hour, and I thought I was killing it. Yes, yeah. It's like I saved up money. I had eight hundred dollars. That's not even enough to pay for rent for one month in no. LA. No, my I, we joke about like my two rent, salads. Yeah, my rent in uh, Knoxville was like three fifty a month, and we were upset because it had gone up. $20 or something. Yeah. Mind you, this is back in 2012. Yeah, this is back in the day. So things have gone up significantly. But wow. Okay. Yeah. So $800. Yeah, $800. So I had to get a job as soon as I got there. And I was very lucky where I had a good friend and a family friend that um, gave me a place to stay when I moved out oh, there that. and helped me out. And so that was a huge blessing and honestly would have been so lost without that very grateful for that uh and then yeah as soon as i got out there i just started applying and any leads i had were with anyone in la i was connecting with and i got a job pretty quick being a freelance uh sports i don't even know what it's called Wait, what? i was i was basically i was working at fox sports in the highlights department and I would watch football all day. This sounds like the guy's <laughs> dream job. But for me, I, I was so bored. Watch football games every day, Saturday and Sunday, like three or four games in a row. And I would write the best plays down. And then that, that gets sent to the highlight department and they cut and edit the highlights from each game. So yeah. Were just, you very good at that? I mean, yeah, I like football. Okay. I like sports. I but watching my, it yeah. all day. They would give me all the Tennessee games because nobody there wanted to watch them. So that was exciting. <laughs> Wait, I didn't know you had that job. Yeah, that was my first job. Yeah. And then I worked there for a while and then I got a full time PR job. But you go there not knowing exactly what you want to do. Exactly. I'm, I'm open. So I think that's very cool because a lot of people that I see and I mm -hmm. work with or I talk to, it's like I have to have a plan. Right. I need to have a plan. And, and this is not what we're saying today. It's not like... Hannah did this you should do it yeah. like I just this wanted to story. give an example mm -hmm. of somebody's story mm -hmm. because I don't think we hear this that often and it is a possible thing like that you can like not you can survive and do this mm -hmm. but you go not knowing exactly what you want to do so you don't really have a plan mm -hmm. I'm just what you have done is you've let go of like the we will live in the south the southern plan of what we're taught mm -hmm. Not so much that we're taught, like nobody says like, this is what you should do and this is what is right, but it's what we're, we see over and over and over again. So we see the plan as you graduate, you marry the guy you're dating, mm -hmm. you get a job, then you end up buying a house, mm -hmm. you have kids. You're checking and then, the boxes. Yes. So that's what we see. Nobody's like, this is what you must do. <laughs> but you had a road to that plan and you're like, this doesn't feel right. Yeah. And I think also from my upbringing and my my family's story like seeing my parents get married so young and get divorced and living through that I was very much I'm gonna do everything in my power to do opposite of what they did because I'm not gonna be that that's not gonna be my story oh mm -hmm. I wasn't you know against marriage but I was also like very aware of that that doesn't always work the way that we want it to mm -hmm. and I want to be what like if you had to fill in that blank, you can think about this for a second, mm. but you've graduated, you're, you're moving to LA. I want to be, to an, be independent. 
Oh, independent. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And free. Yeah. Yeah. Because independence means what? I think for me, it just meant being able to take care of myself. I've always felt that I can't and don't want to rely on anybody else emotionally, financially, anything like that. Do you talk about this in therapy? <laughs> I did talk about this in therapy. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like really good because that was the story. You know, I told myself for a long time that that's how it had to be. Um, like I can't rely on anybody mm-hmm. else. Well, what are you learning that's different now? I've let a lot of that go. I think at my core, yes, I'm still going to be independent and do what's best for me and look out for my heart and my best interest. But I know how to rely on other people now for the the and right like time and, and the and right. Yeah, way. yeah. It doesn't have to be black or white. Exactly. But she didn't hadn't learned this yet. So <laughs> Hannah's in LA at this point. And this is the other thing that I think that we can overlook. I talk about this when it comes to like addiction and eating disorders and stuff like that. And it kind of makes people's heads turn. I say this with a grain of salt in the sense it doesn't apply all the time. However, a lot of times I will look at clients and I'm like, I think we should be a little bit grateful for this part of your life. Like Mm -hmm. I think you might be a little bit grateful for your eating disorder or this, because it actually did help you survive a certain time of your life. And it was like your life raft. Now that life raft is now killing you. So we've got to figure something out, but this actually did do something. And I'm not calling your independence an addiction or anything Mm -hmm. like that. But I think that you having that outlook, you having that like all or nothing for a second, like I have to go and do all these things really worked for you because it's why you are where you are now without Mm -hmm. going where you went, you'd never be here. Mm -hmm. So that's not to say that, thank God she learned the lesson that she can rely on people. Thank God she had a moment in her life where she didn't know that. So she could go and do all of this Mm -hmm. because you did a lot of cool things in LA. Mm -hmm. I know because I visited her like every three (laughs) months. (laughs) I don't think I've ever been to a place more times than LA. I think and it's like, I'm not an LA girl. No, but out of all my friends, you definitely won for the yeah. most visits. Yeah. Well, loved having you. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. 
You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. So you go to LA, you get a job, Mm -hmm. you're like doing the thing. Figuring it out. What goes on with the boyfriend? I think we lasted six months. That's pretty good. Yeah. And it was just, I mean, it got to the point where we both wanted different things. I wasn't moving back. He wasn't moving to me. And we just kind of grew apart. And I think that's an okay and beautiful thing. And, you know, Mm -hmm. he served time in my life for a purpose. And Mm -hmm. yeah, we moved on from each other. And it was Mm -hmm. definitely hard in that moment. I remember it. But I'm so grateful for... It's something that you can look back on and be like, (laughs) in the moment, it was probably earth shattering. Yeah. Although, if I remember correctly, what? <laughs> just, I just remember you not, you were sad, but yeah. I remember you being like, I'm not going to, I don't want to be with somebody who that doesn't, doesn't want to be with me. Right. Yes. I am. I'm very much like that. Like once I'm done dating somebody or out of a relationship and it's, we've come to an agreement that it's not working or that they don't see it, whatever, I'm done. I'm never this kind of extreme but like never talking to you again you know just yeah very cut and but I think that there's a part of that that I would see when I was when we were younger and I would be so jealous of it because Mm -hmm. I'm like I wish I could see somebody not want to be with me and me just not want to be with them and there is something about you not being valued the way you know that you are Mm -hmm. worth being valued that was like a turnoff for you it's like it's not what I want right even though going back you had the roadmap Mm -hmm. you could have been married and had a house in Franklin Tennessee Mm -hmm. and like two years after graduation and you're like that's not the life I want yeah that is not worth it Mm -hmm. so you break up Mm -hmm. you live in LA yes you you kind of climb your way up higher and yeah, so yeah. I, I ended up realizing I wasn't into PR. I'm not into sports. Okay, what do I want to do? So I kind of took a year. I had an opportunity to become a personal assistant to an actor. So that was kind of my year and a half of... I forgot about Let's this. just take a break, figure out what I yeah. want to do. Like, do I want to get into try acting? Yeah. Do I want to be in production? You know, trying to figure it out. And so that was a time where I kind of just... Yeah, I was on no big plan. I was just taking time for myself. And during that time, I, I was thinking about, I remember a friend telling me when I was trying to think about what, what I wanted to do next, she's like, well, what do you enjoy doing in your free time? Like, what is something that brings you joy and that you're also good at? So maybe a hobby, but you're actually pretty good at the hobby or you do on your spare time. And I was like, I really like to plan. I like planning parties. I like making itineraries. I like making itineraries. Every time we go on a trip, I'm, I'm making an itinerary for my friends and I. I'm planning birthday parties. I'm planning bachelorettes. I love parties. I'm very social. Maybe I should get into party planning. And so I just kind of had this epiphany that that's what I wanted to do. And so I started very small. I had you know no experience, but I started very small doing like the kids' birthday parties and, and stuff. And then I had an uh, opportunity where an event production company, a small boutique event production company, was looking for an assistant. And 
I interviewed and got the job and I was with that company for three years and she taught me everything I know and I got to work on huge studio red carpet premieres and after parties and the Golden Globes and all this cool stuff. Um, She really took me under her wing and took a chance on me. And what was it like (laughs) that year knowing that like I'm not really working on my career like I hear so often people being worried about like wasting time right and the way you described that felt very much like I took this time to like you know I still had a job but I was able to like wonder and question Mm. and maybe try auditioning for things if I wanted to but you don't talk about like oh I took this year and I wasted all this time Mm -hmm. how did you see that year and what keeps you from the mindset of like almost like I have to figure this out because I'm just getting older and everybody else is getting ahead. Everything I do has to be super purposeful and give me experience. No, I think that was a great year because it gave me time to breathe. I realized, I think the more things you do, the better because you can realize what you enjoy and what you don't. And so at that point, you know, I'd been at a desk job and pretty uneventful um, little PR agency and and I wasn't happy there. So I knew I didn't want to be somewhere where I'm sitting behind a desk all day and waiting for it to hit five o'clock. And so this was a really fun time where I got to explore different interests and hobbies and I had more free time to kind of do what I wanted to do. And this is a gross assumption, but I think people who like, oh, I've got to figure this out and I've got to stay on the course and I've got to stay the plan. You end up wasting time more than you're getting, gaining time. Mm-hmm. Because if you would have been like, well, I've already started this career in PR. I just have to like, you know, climb the ladder and see it through and work hard and get to where you then are in a job that you don't even want anyway. Mm -mm. And then if you want to actually figure out what you really love, it's like then you have to go back and start and then you're older and all Mm -hmm. that. But you're like, no, like what I needed is like a part of my life where I wasn't working towards something. I was working towards figuring something out. Mm -hmm. I wish that maybe after college, we all take a year off. Because if I would have taken a year off after high school, I probably wouldn't have gone to the college that I went to. Who knows what I would do. But if I would have taken a year after college, I'm like, I wonder... Because you're so young. It's yeah. How are you supposed to and make a like, life decision? Your, yeah, it's like, how, you, how do you pick your major? I how don't did, know. It, how I many just, people like, actually one. use their ma- major today? Well, I use mine. Okay, well, you're the <laughs> exception. <laughs> but like, I... I changed my major like five times. Yeah, I went in as a nursing out. major. Could you ever see me as a nurse? No, oh no gosh. offense. Yeah, it would be horrible. <laughs> I I'd be like, ew. Nurse. <laughs> I'd be like, ew. Ew, gross. gross. <laughs> you clean it up. <laughs> um, but yeah, at one point I wanted to be a history major. Like what <laughs> in the world? I just like didn't know. Hmm. So I'm like, oh, I wish that. But I, w- I felt this urgency to figure I have to figure it out because if I don't figure it out then I'm not going to get my degree and then I'm not going to know what to do and you're in this space where you're like I'm in LA I don't like this job I need a second Mm -hmm. and then you actually do find a career that you love yeah when I was in it it was really tough I was basically working just with my boss to produce these huge events and I was super green and it was tough I remember crying a lot but I also remember loving it and being excited to go into Mm -hmm. the office each day and to be on my feet and to pick out cool decor and accessories for Mm -hmm. the event and it was a lot of fun and so I realized okay I think I might be good at this 
and I kind of just rode that wave for three years. Okay. And then you decide at some point, my time here is up. That being said, eventually your time in LA comes to an end. Mm -hmm. So this is also a part of your life that I forgot about. Yeah. So what did you do? And why did, why were you like, I need to, I just realized I had been, I, I was super burnt out and not just from the job, but from LA in general, it's a hard, hard city life. You know, you're, you're sitting in traffic, takes an hour to get a parking spot at Trader Joe's. You're surrounded by beautiful people 24 seven. So it was tough. It was taking a toll on me. I had very little luck in the dating scene, mostly because I was, you know, focused on my career and everybody else there is too. And we're all young, but I was really ready for that and craving that and just felt that I needed to get to get out. And I didn't know if Nashville was the answer, but I realized as more times that I was coming home to visit and Nashville was growing and it was becoming the city um, and I would come home for holidays and whatnot and have so much fun and I would be sad. It got to a point where I would be sad to leave Nashville and not excited to go back to LA. And that's when I knew that my time was over Um, and I had taken everything out of the city that, that I could and learned everything I could from it and made great relationships out there and experience, but it was time to go. And so I I knew I wanted to do something big before I just went home and and got another job. So I had gotten really into yoga and that was my safe place uh, when I was in LA. It's when everything kind of calmed down where I could go for an hour and turn off my phone and just listen to connect my mind to my body and, and be with myself. So I decided to go to Bali and become a yoga teacher and go through training uh, for three weeks. So, and I'm over here being like, she's crazy. <laughs> she went to LA by herself with $800. And then she's like, okay, I'm ready to come home. But first, I'm going to just like go to Bali for a really yeah, long time for by myself. A month. Yeah. That was a big step. And that was you know, something I saved for and, and I really uh, meditated on. And I had no idea if it was the right thing to do or if I was so silly and I should just go straight home but I'm so glad I did because but what does that even mean like Mm -hmm. what is the right thing to do because I think that there are a million choices that I've made throughout my life that could have changed how my life goes and how do I know if it's the right thing to do because how do I maybe it didn't work out but maybe that not working out or something happening is leading me to something else something else it's not so I think I'm so glad you said that because I think we get paralyzed making decisions a lot of times of like, well, what if this happens or what if I'm supposed to do this or what if I'm supposed to take that job? I'm like, well, then you would have taken it. Yeah. Sometimes you you just have to do it. Yeah. (laughs) You just have to pick something. So you're like, I have a feeling I want to do this thing. I don't know if it's the right thing to do because how do we actually know Mm -hmm. that? And you go to Bali. Yeah. So yeah, I traveled around for 10 days with a friend and then I went into the program alone, didn't know anyone it was 20 other people from around the world. And for three weeks, we woke up at 5am and meditated and did yoga all day and learned and hung out by the beach. And it was an amazing experience. It was all, you know, all inclusive. We didn't leave the resort the whole time. I made great friendships. And it was pretty, pretty life changing. How did Hannah pre Bali come home differently? I think I was able to let go of the hustle and the busyness and the day-to-day that we get stuck on. I think our society 
puts a lot of uh, emphasis on being busy and how that's so admirable and cool. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Okay, you come back and you come with this awareness of like, okay, there's not... It just Yeah, I just had this inner peace where I knew I was going to be okay and I had let go of a lot of baggage and pain and, and suffering and I had let that go and I was like, this is going to be the start of my new life and I can create it to be whatever I want it to be. Mm-hmm. And I think I, I knew I still wanted to do events at the time in, in some capacity, but I was in no rush to get back in it. The first six months I moved in with my mom, I walked dogs. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Which w- I'm not cut out for, by the way. <laughs> It was a time that I took for myself where I was, you know, I'm going to get back in the hustle. Why not take this time to just travel? I traveled a lot that six months. Mm -hmm. I, um, yeah, just took it day by day and I was, I was happy. (laughs) But what I'm sitting here thinking and, and some of you will know Hannah because you're listening to this because you know Hannah, Mm -hmm. but some of you don't. And as she's talking, there is a quality that you hold that is very much like, it's going to be fine, but not in like a toxic, like what you're worrying about doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. You just have this air that like, yeah, I'm going to live my life and I'm going to take this trip or I'm going to do this thing or I'm not going to do that thing. I'm going to go on this date. Like the anxiety you have is if you do have it is (laughs) so well regulated with this idea. And I think it speaks to you 
coming back from Bali, you said I had released a lot of stuff and I knew that I was going to be taken care of. Mm -hmm. And what we aren't talking about is, and not that we're avoiding it. I just don't think it's like that important part of this conversation is the trauma that Hannah has gone through. All of us have gone through stuff. And so we're not talking about that part. We're kind of like hitting on like these like cool highlights of your Mm -hmm. life. When you said that, I was like, Oh, like you had this experience where you like let go and you probably I'm assuming had an awareness of like, I've been through a lot of stuff and like, look where I am. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And you take that home with you. And now you're not in this like fret all the time where I can get in that. I know I am like, I've got to figure this out or I've, I've got to make this new thing or I've got to do this. Or if I don't, like I can get very anxious and mm. ask a lot of these what ifs. And you're like, almost like, what's the point of that question? <laughs> Yeah, I think I've learned to not concentrate so much on the past. I think, you know, you you learn from your past and you grow from it, but there's no sense in replaying those memories and trauma and things over and over in your head. And and even looking towards the future, I think it's great to have goals and uh, to want to strive towards something or to manifest things in your future that, that you want to see happen. That's all great, but if you're not living right here in this moment, us sitting on the couch, you know, talking to each other as friends and what am I doing? I want to be here. I want to be living well, moment to moment. Missing yeah. Your you're missing life. your actual life because you're planning or you're looking back, which is like not that profound, but at the same time it kind of is. If you think about it, it kind of makes everything else go away. Right. Cause when, like how often do we hear like be present, be present, be present, be present. You should be present. We should be present. Mm-hmm. You should be more present. But it's like, are are we actually listening to what we are saying? Mm-hmm. Are people listening to what people are saying to them? Because what you just said, it's like, yeah, like if I'm, continuously focusing on what I didn't do if I made the wrong choice Mm -hmm. or what happened to me in that relationship or what if I never find another one then I am literally missing out on the fact that I do have a good life Mm -hmm. my life isn't bad there's things I don't have yeah my life isn't bad which kind of leads us into this other conversation we're gonna just like wrap the story up Mm -hmm. Hannah moves back to Nashville she ends up getting a job eventually and she just bought a condo Yes. Is there anything I missed? Uh, Probably. Yeah, I have. Yeah, I, I, I have a job that I love. I'm still doing events. I bought a condo. So I want to talk about like, because you are in your 30s mm-hmm. and you did leave behind in your early 20s, the path that you had to this like mm-hmm. life that we're told we should have. And now you're in your 30s and like you don't have that life, but you also have a good life. Mm-hmm. But you also are in the space where like you probably don't have everything that you would have wanted to have at this point. Right. Yeah. So I want you to talk about like how really more in depth of how you've managed to be there because we can I can get wrapped up in what I don't have versus mm-hmm. what I have. Mm-hmm. I remember my dad telling me I was in L.A. This was probably like five, six years ago. And I was feeling really lonely and sad about what I didn't have. I didn't, you know, a lot of my friends were getting married around that time, um, starting to have kids. And I was just like, what am I doing? I'm, I'm, you know, I have a roommate. I live in this tiny place in LA. I'm, I'm hustling. I'm working a job, but that's about it. That's all I have. And I'm ready for a relationship, but I'm, I'm just sad. I, I haven't found, haven't found it. I don't know why. I don't know what, what I'm doing wrong. And I remember him just saying, Hannah, 
if you want all those things, I have no doubt that you will have that one day. You will have a partner. You will have marriage. You will have kids if you want that. But enjoy where you're at right now. Enjoy this moment because it's going to fly by and you're going to be looking back thinking, oh, how cool was it that I got to go on this trip with my friends and not have to think twice or that I can do whatever I want whenever I want. And I think that about that a lot today even and and I'm sitting in my apartment by myself and just thinking, oh, I, I used to, you know, I, I had roommates all, all through LA and we had so much fun together. But I remember being in LA and thinking, oh, this is great, but I can't wait to have my own space. Oh, when I have my own space, I'm going to decorate it how I want and it's going to be so peaceful and whatnot. And now I have that and and it's great, but I'm looking back on, oh, I miss those nights mm-hmm. where we sat on the couch and stayed up till three in the morning talking about life. And so, yeah, and I think the same goes for relationships and marriage. And I think, oh, I, you know, I have a lot of single friends and I was single a very long time as well. And it can be super disheartening and you can go on date after date and, and just feel the constant letdown of. Well, what did, what did you do to manage that? Because you are in a relationship now, but you weren't for Mm -hmm. a very long time Mm -hmm. and you were in 400 weddings (laughs) and you had so many friends Mm -hmm. have kids Mm -hmm. and even you being my friend and you being there when I was in relationships, Mm -hmm. I don't want to give off the idea that being jealous is bad because I do think that jealousy and envy offer us like a roadmap to things we want, Mm -hmm. but you were like always very supportive, Mm -hmm. even if you were like, really? (laughs) You know, so how did you manage that? For me, being a good friend is something that's always been really important to me, being a good daughter, being a good friend. And I am genuinely happy when one of my best friends gets engaged or has a kid Mm -hmm. or a wedding that I get to be in because it's such a huge thing, right? And and it's exciting. And this there's this new chapter of our life and we're seeing our friends grow up and it's beautiful. And, and I will be there to plan every bachelorette and baby shower and shower you with love and, and support. But my friends do the same for me. And so I think I'm really lucky in that way that just because I'm not going through, you know, a life moment of getting engaged, I still have friends that fly across the country to come to my birthday party, you yeah. know, or drive my girlfriend. She's she's pregnant right now. She has a kid. She drove all the way from Memphis to be there for me for a weekend and, and show mm-hmm. her support, you know, in ways she can. And I just think that's so cool because it's so important to celebrate your friends, especially your friends that aren't going through those big life stages because it's funny. I had a, I had a friend get engaged recently and, and I said, how was it? How was, um, you know, telling everyone? And she told me, she said, it's been really overwhelming. And I said, why? And she said, I've never had so many people comment and, and, and reach out to me for me doing nothing. She's like, I didn't do anything to get this ring. I fell in love and, and that's great. And I'm super excited, but I've done so much cooler shit in my life that nobody even knows or has, been there to support me you know she doesn't get as much attention yeah and I and I wonder about that a lot yeah and it's what in the world it makes me sad because how many of our friends have started their own business bought their house by themselves got promoted at work left a toxic relationship whatever it is 
that these are things that they actually did and and created and started and how cool but people are out here doing badass things mm-hmm. all day long but the picture you get the most Instagram likes, likes on, on is, is if you get engaged yeah. or you post your new boyfriend yeah. or like what the hell is yeah. up with that that's so frustrating to it me is. right now yeah because I've never actually never thought about that mm-hmm. and I whoever your friend is mm-hmm. I freaking love her because she's like <laughs> wait a second like she's like wait, I've is, done this this and this she's like this is awesome yeah I'm so happy yeah and like it felt nice that people were congratulating me sure mm-hmm. and like but I didn't this do is what anything. you care about <laughs> yeah <laughs> like I, I actually didn't yeah I didn't do it I just like need a moment to like <laughs> process that myself it's but super interesting. I but that I think speaks to the society we're in and why it's so hard to be like, my life is still good because what is praised the highest mm-hmm. is like Finding somebody's a- getting married. Mm-hmm. But it's like, but also like, have we even stepped back to see like, do we even want to get married? Or exactly. I just feel like that's what I'm told is going to bring me happiness. Yeah. But I don't actually know that. Yeah. Like I might really like living by myself and being able to make my own decisions. Mm-hmm. So this might be a manufactured desire. Yeah. Or I might want to be with a person and never get married to them and just live right. together. And But I don't get congratulated for that. No. You get asked questions. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. It's messed up. You need to normalize people doing whatever the hell they want. Yeah, exactly. God bless America. <laughs> Honestly. Okay. You know what really bothers me is when people say, oh, we're going to start a family now. And they mean they're going to start trying for kids. It's like, aren't you already a family? family. I'm a family with my cat and my house. I was going to say, can I just be a family with like me and what do I have? You are a family with your friend circle. You have an awesome friend circle. They're your family. right. So that makes me think of something that I said to my friend a couple weeks ago around Christmas. I got exposed to COVID. And so I had to like get tested and make sure I didn't have COVID before I went to my parents for Christmas. And I said, I think that my mom was worried. And I was like, I think she's just worried because everybody else has a family, but I don't have one. Mm. And he's like, you know, you do actually have a family and maybe she's worried because you're part of that family, like that her family. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But I like forget that. Yeah. It's like I you do still have, have a family. A family. Yeah. I don't have this thing right but that doesn't mean i don't have other things in that i as you were talking earlier i wanted to stop you but i was just letting Mm -hmm. you go because you were saying good stuff but when we're talking about and we're thinking about being able to be like supportive and grateful for our friends who are getting things that we don't have Mm -hmm. what i think happens a lot is two things one they're getting something i don't have but i want it so now that's like i'm behind or something like that. But somebody else getting something you want doesn't make you less likely to one day get that. Like many people can yeah. have that. Like their success or their what accomplishment or their whatever it is doesn't take away from your ability to also have that. Yeah. And I was just going to say and it doesn't mean that they're not looking at your life. Oh my gosh. And being thinking, like, what do yes, you have? what do you have? And that was the other part of that is the lack of one thing does not create Mm. you know when you like multiply something by zero it's zero it's like that doesn't happen with your life like Mm -hmm. you not having we're just going to stay on this track a marriage doesn't you don't multiply your life by that and now you have nothing like you still have a lot of things yeah but that's like what we do in our minds it's like i have nothing it's it's, because i don't have that i have nothing it's like wait a second better yeah but it's like oh we actually going back to the present part if i actually was honest with my life and i sat here and i looked at what i had i would probably come up with a lot of stuff 
that doesn't mean I don't want more. Whatever. Let's, that's just going to be a, a thing. I do want other things I don't have, but I do have things. And the more I can focus on that, the less of a lack I feel. Mm-hmm. But we just like multiply the things we don't have our life by them. And then we think we have nothing. Yeah. And I think it's okay to want those things, but it goes back to being practicing gratitude every day for what you have right now and living in that moment and not being enough. Yes. And I will say this because I think gratitude's gotten kind of a bad reputation too in the past like year mm-hmm. because everybody's like toxic positivity and I, that's a thing, but also positivity is also something that we need to survive mm-hmm. and gratitude something we need to survive. And that is like any other experience in our lives. It's a both and kind of thing. I can be so grateful for my life and sad. I can be so frustrated with parts of my life and so ecstatic about others. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. Mm-hmm. And I think actually that it should should never be all or nothing. I think it should always be a little bit of both because it gives us something to work towards and mm-hmm. it also gives us some like something to hold on to. Mm-hmm. But I, we don't do that very yeah. well. Yeah, it, it reminds me of a story. My friend was over and she's in my apartment and um, she's like, what is it like waking up here? She has two, she's married, she has two young kids and she's working mom too, superhero, always on the go. And she's like, what is it like waking up here on Saturday morning and just being alone and being in quietness and... I was like, it's actually pretty magical. I can drink my coffee. I can read a book. I have peace and quiet. I can do literally whatever I want when I wake Mm -hmm. up on Saturday morning. And I said, but I also look at your life and I think, oh, how great it must be to wake up next to your husband and to have two babies jumping on you at 6 a.m. and showing you love and and excited. I I want that one day. Not right now, but... Mm -hmm. Both are good. Both are good and both are beautiful and and she's living in that moment right now and that doesn't mean that I won't have that one day, but I'm really happy for my quiet Saturday mornings right now. And I don't know if you felt this way, but I know that like, I remember specifically telling somebody when I was working at a camp one summer that like I wanted to be married at 23. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. That's cute. (laughs) I would be married at 23. And I wanted to have a kid at like 25, 27, and then like 29. Gosh, that sounds awful. Meanwhile, (laughs) I just want everybody to know I'm 32 Mm -hmm. and have zero children. (laughs) And I am grateful for that. Mm -hmm. Like I wanted something based on what I thought would make me happy based on, again, what I'm shown. But the reality is I really don't know. I well, can't you're, say, you're, but you're, I am very happy to not have kids. Yeah, you're and, where you're supposed to be. And so I do want to just send that message to everybody that like, hey, maybe what you want is different than what you think you want and leave space for that. Especially when you are in those like really like young times when like, I don't know anything about the world. Yeah, you I grow so much. Yeah, I don't know what it would be like to be like single in my 20s in like a semi big city and be able to do like, I am so happy I have mm-hmm. that. And I'm so happy I didn't have a kid at 25, 27, and 29. <laughs> that's not, that's yeah, not what that's I, I the plan to, that yeah. you had in your head. Yeah. It's like not the plan that I would plan now. <laughs> <laughs> not making the plan. All right. Well, thank you for being here. Thank um, you so much. This was fun. Yeah. And I'm so proud of you also. <laughs> this is like so cool that you, this is what probably just started as a hobby and something that you were exploring and you had fun doing it and 
couple people decide to listen to it yeah so here we are (laughs) well thank you um i will be back on wednesday for couch talks per usual if you guys have any questions you can send them to katherine at you need therapy podcast.com you can follow the podcast at you need therapy podcast you can follow me at cat.defada and you can follow hannah at hanfran5 (laughs) what why are you laughing i'm private oh but whatever well, they can you, follow me. You, you can request and you can play the game. Will she accept? Yeah. We, Slide into we my DMs. <laughs> no, <All right>. don't. <laughs> Maybe they have a question. Or oh, yeah. You, you can ask me a question about anything. With. Yeah. That's anyway. True. All right. Well, I will talk to you guys later and have the day you need to have. Bye. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count.